This is Lost in the Groove. Where we have really awesome and meaningful conversations week after week. Things that matter to you. Boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. You know, sometimes I feel like we text and I feel like my mind has to like process like a computer. <laughs> you <laughs> Your know, brain is a computer. Yeah, you ever like wonder like I have to like respond in a certain etiquette, you know, it's like this, this and this and this and this, you know, and I like I never who the hell thinks about how you text? You're just like mistakes, ah, who cares? I mean for God's sakes we send L O L instead of lots of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for the sake of uh, for the sake of time, for your, you know, that's why it's really a horrible way to communicate uh, with our thumbs. But if you need to send a message, it does make more sense to use a, a keyboard if you can, just uh, yes. where you can utilize all your fingers. That's uh, but so we have to shorten things. We have to shorten them to make it work. Uh, just like we uh, like shortening uh, the rights that people deserve and need. <clears throat> yes. Which so, exactly brings us to today's episode. Oh, yeah, exactly. Photos <laughs> 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 right smack dab there. Oh. Yeah, we didn't we, we didn't sink the Titanic today. Um, but anyway, so we're talking about uh, Roe vs. Wade. So I am a dyslexic person, so unfortunately I need the help of Wikipedia. Uh, what exactly is Roe vs. Wade? So, Roe vs. Wade was Jane Roe, a.k.a. Norma McCorvey, uh, against Henry Wade. So, Henry Wade spoke for the state of Texas in this appeal. Now, the interesting thing about this case was Sarah Weddington and Linda Coffey, which were the attorneys, were actually quite young at the time. Sarah went after getting clients, so she got two. She got a couple... And then she got Norma. Now, the couple was kind of thrown out because their case didn't really make any sense. And I don't want to get into all the details because I don't really remember too much of it. I wasn't really paying attention. But I do remember with Jane Roe was her case was the fact that she couldn't get the abortion in 69 because at the time, the only way you can get an abortion legally was either you had to be raped or... It was a life and death situation. Like either the, you know, if you don't kill the baby, the mother will not live. So that was... Both extreme, both very, very extremes on both sides there. Yes. And that was 1969. So what, so the case with, the case with Rovius Wade was not in Supreme Court. The decision was then passed over to the Supreme Court that then looked into the abortion laws and then changed them as of 1974. Wow, it took that long, huh? Yeah. So she went into court. Uh, she won in 1973. Then it was given over to the Supreme Court. The decision was made a year later in 74. Unbelievable. It's what, a, what a long, crazy battle to be in like legal battle. And here we are today, uh, as I've been hearing on NPR, as I listen to it every afternoon, it's um, 
it's being talked about again. And I think they want to overturn those decisions, which is kind of crazy to think. But really, you know, it's really important to kind of consider the, the two arguments. You know, why do people want to overturn it? And why do people want to leave it the way it is? So what was the, uh, the, the determination in 74? Uh, so we discussed this earlier was it was a constitutional issue because the 14th Amendment stated the right for liberty of privacy. You know, we have – so just letting you all you wonderful people know, uh, we do have <laughs> privacy rights in this country, which means is that uh, if you're an artist, you're a creator, you have the right to your, con- your own content, and the U.S. government has to back this. So these are rights that we have, thankfully, that still exist. So when we look at the 14th Amendment, the way that the Supreme Court was looking at it is abortion is privacy. It's, it's a medical matter, just like when you go to a doctor for a procedure, just like right. how a doctor cannot release your documentation to even the police department. That's true, too. Yeah. So, so they saw it as an idea of, if you look at it from a medical standpoint, it's breaking the laws of privacy. I mean, no wonder why it took so many years just trying to find the the winning argument to come back in court and uh, and get that victory. Uh, God knows how, how many pages and pages of stuff these attorneys had to go through uh, and even now they must have been yeah, drooling on I all mean, the paper yes it's just trying to figure out like what you know on what grounds can we uh, can we win this case uh and it is it is a privacy matter it's your body right i i see absolutely <clears throat> i do see the other side, we're saying that abortions can be quite damaging because women will abuse it. They'll get six, seven abortions, and then they'll damage their organs. Now, here's the thing, okay? Just like a gun, you can take a gun and do whatever the hell you want. That's your choice. Now, there are rules that will stop you if you do certain things. Why? Because we live in a moral society. We have rules of being in the society. So I think if you want to look from their perspective, they have to turn a little bit and understand is abortions can be very important. You know, teenage pregnancy has dropped dramatically. However, there are women that are still being abused. There are women that are going through a very rough time and they made a mistake they thought they were in a serious relationship. They're not. Everything turned the fan. Again, this may seem like very bizarre scenarios, but I hate to tell you this. A lot of people today are going through all of this. There was a pandemic. There was loss of jobs. There's inflation. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. You cannot blame a woman for saying, I can't raise a baby right now. I need to feed myself. I'm not going to put a child into goddamn foster care. Why can't people see it from that perspective and understand is 
people are always going to abuse things. Just like guns. You cannot change human behavior. But you cannot take away from a human because of our our natural instinct. Very compelling. <clears throat> well, I do I, I do see both sides here and um I usually like to try to understand where people are coming from uh, before even coming to a conclusion of my own. And uh, in this instance, it's still nothing's changed being that uh, it falls under um, privacy. It is your body Um, to think that they would overturn this after 50 years is insanity because uh, so much has happened in 50 years. The need for it, I feel like, um, far out uh, in today's society compared to how much it may have been needed 50 years ago. And uh, just considering where we are as people today, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, but uh, still, right? Uh, people will abuse abortions. People make mis- I mean, people make mistakes. It's kind of, this is where I have a, really big issue is where you know you have government stepping into some some areas of law that uh, it has no business in yeah i guess i think in the in this instance uh something with your body uh they don't seem to care if you abuse anything else that uh can harm you long term so fast food pharmaceutical drugs alcohol and everything else under the sun, they have no issues with that. Um, you know, that's your choice if you want to consume those things. But here they want to they want to attempt to take away something that's far, far more important. But isn't it interesting in how if you look at if you look at Europe now, I lived in a somewhat European country. I lived in Israel. Your Israel is very European. There's certain standards. Food is regular. It's crazy. Food is high, is heavily regulated by the EU. If you go to the European Union, food is heavily regulated. Every every single type of produce, food product, there's a government part that controls it. Like what goes in there, what ingredients are allowed to use. This is why if you go to Europe and you pick up like snacks, there's barely any ingredients in them. Because they can't. Now, a lot of people think that's a positive, right? You know, you mentioned we're moving 50 years into the future. You know, look how much more we can achieve. But look how the European Union is controlling their people. They control everything. Banks, loans, business, education. They're no different than us. They just have a completely different problem. There's always there's always that issue of meddling in where they don't belong. Like you mentioned earlier, especially with abortions. So I think there's two avenues to this where you could take both sides. You can look at the issue of control. They're saying that the the left, the Democrats, they're trying to control their party. They want everybody to be free and they don't care about our, our communities and our families, right? Then you can look at it on the other aspect is, what's the ulterior motive? 
Why are they meddling in where they're not supposed to? So if you look at, you know, the left and the Democrats, again, separate, but they still fall under the same line when we talk about abortion. They'll say that the ulterior motive of the conservative and the Republican Party is they want to control whatever erratic, obscene, in, insane organizations just want like some type of, you know, cult kind of shit. So you have those two sides, you know, from the people and then you have also from the higher ups. I'm still going back to the fact that it's a perspective. It's which way you're looking at the prism. Their side or that side? But it's the same issue. Well, different or not, um, you can't uh, you can't take away these rights from uh, from a person who, by constitution, has the the law on their side. And I just don't understand what you know on what grounds could they. Re- uh, kind of review the original judgment that was made and to rule it differently. I you know, what could they have found? Uh, what is the argument? You know, being pro-life isn't a bad thing, but if, you know, if you want to be pro-life, you know, if you want to be pro-life, um, you, you know, you should also consider the person who's going to give that life because, their lives are also going to be drastically changed or, you know, almost overnight. And just like Dave was saying, if you're a young mother and you're not going to be able to do this and you don't have the confidence nor the uh, uh, support of uh, a circle of influence around you, I mean, you're pretty much shit out of luck. So uh, is that life not worth considering too? If we want to, talk about being pro-life and no abortion uh, because we have two lives at stake here, the mothers and the child's. And in this instance, if they catch it early enough, I mean, I think, what do they say? Within weeks, it's considered uh, alive. You said earlier, um, not to mean to cut you off, but I, I think this is important kind of going back on the the 50 years from now. So in the Wikipedia article, you can see this. It says later responses by those involved. One of those was Harry Blackman. Uh, he said he described Roe as a non-win case, in quotations, and predicted that 50 years from now, depending on the fate of the proposed constitutional amendment, like we mentioned earlier, the 14th Amendment about our privacy, Abortion probably will not be as great a legal issue. I think it will continue to be a moral issue. However, he reflected that his role in the decision meant that he was most known as the author of the abortion decision. His response that he will pick up tags, I'll carry this one to my grave, and so be it. Well, it certainly is a moral issue, isn't it? I think that's exactly uh, the grounds in which it's being uh, um, argued in court now. The the moral implications 
and um and no doubt they exist but there is there is no right or wrong in this in this case and um people people are welcome no. to disagree with me on that but i uh, just weighing on both i mean harry black i mean harry said it himself he said it's yeah. a no win it is it's a no yeah. win case i mean and he was involved and, uh, in this and so that was the very way beginning. back then so he was uh he was foreshadowing the future that that here we are again but it's simply still a, a, a moral question of is this um, the right thing to be doing? And uh, it's a tough one. And I would always have to uh, uh, look at the uh, the greater good of the bigger picture. Again, people can disagree with this, you know, but I, that's the whole point. You can live your life however way you please. Um, but the way I, I would have to think about it is like, well, what are all the things at stake here? What are all the different scenarios that can, that could occur? So not, not a simple answer. Don't know how the the judges are going to rule on this now, but uh, hopefully they use logic and uh, I don't know. And, the uh, the rule of law, like nothing funny or or weird, just right out of right out of the text. If there's stuff in the Constitution, then I'm gonna say this. We ha- might have some people stop the podcast right now, and that's okay. You can go ahead and do that. We need to stop making problems out of nothing. We like to take moral issues and blow them up. We created World War One out of it. We created World War II out of it. We created the Korean War out of it. We created the Vietnam War out of it. I, I can just continue the list of the problems out of nothing. See, I'm telling you, like, you guys can back off right now. I really don't care. What I'm trying to say is a lot of the people that are against abortion are men. Are they really? Okay. No now kidding. Gonna, yes. Like the like the minority that is against abortion. That's hilarious because there's not a lot of people that are against <laughs> because they're not even the ones who are going to give birth. <laughs> they're you know they're like their job is already done, <laughs> and yet they're they're against it. It's been shown. It's hilarious. I've I've saw it's like been shown that only a very small portion of the U.S. So is against abortion. So where the Very hell small. did this, uh, this situation arise from exactly? Where I think... Uh, the South. No, no, I mean, as of recently, I'm trying to think the of... The South. Uh, yeah, because I've been hearing about cases in the South, uh, like Texas, and people uh, having their children go through gender changes and, and requiring additional treatment for it and uh, having to go out of state for it. The same for um, people who are trying to get abortions. They will either use some kind of medications they'll order online or they have to go across borders into a different state but require further treatment after the fact and they're kind of stuck in their state that's zero tolerance. Uh, all these stories over the several months. But I'm just wondering, I'm, you know, I'm just wondering like, um, where did the... Uh, 
you know, when did the story kind of explode to uh, national headlines where uh, even the courts are beginning to kind of reevaluate the original judgment from 74? I, if you, if you realize throughout history, where's, ha- where's a lot of kabooms happening in this Tell country? Me. Oh yeah. The South. The South. Now, listen, I love the South, okay? I have nothing wrong with Southern people. I think Southern people are wonderful. We're talking this on a, on a broader perspective. Unfortunately, there are people in the South that make those kabooms. Jim Crow happened in the South. Okay? That's one example. Uh, let me see. Well, there was murder, rape... Cults, exorcisms, more murders, oh, killing children. <laughs> I can continue the list. My point I'm trying to make is, it's not that the South is bad. It's just sometimes certain places have those, like, creates the kabooms. And, I mean, the South is not the only place that's created kabooms. The West has caused kabooms, too. There are plenty of places that have done a lot of damage in you this know, country. You know, I think you make a great point just thinking about what you had said. Like, people making something out of nothing for whatever reasons. I mean, that's the beauty of where we, where we live in this great country. You can still say whatever you're thinking, even if you're completely wrong. You know, even Fuck if you're completely them. wrong, you can still say it huh? and you can still believe it. Um, but uh, shit's starting to have some real world implications here if uh, mm-hmm. if we don't get a hold of ourselves. You know, you were thinking about, you mentioned all those words I'm thinking is the next logical step, some type of civil war, um, civil unrest. That's, I mean, all, if you think about it, the circumstances of present day are ripe for serious problems. That's from economic distress coming out of a pandemic. Um, you've got major, yeah, you've got inflation. inflation. You've got major countries going to war um, for God knows what. Uh, and And of course, all of these, uh, moral issues that we're seeing within the country, more division, more political problems. Uh, it's really kind of, it's that moment. It's almost got, you know, the right, right before the storm, not to really scare anybody, but if you really kind of think about it, all of these things are coming together and it's pretty bad. I will tell you this, every single conflict that has happened in this country, every single type of recession and a lot of pain. Just look at the photographs and videos of people holding each other's hands. You know, I, I was looking at pictures of when they were fighting for Rovius Wade. Where? Families were hugging each other. People were holding hands. We got to remember that we're people. And we love our communities. We love the people around us. And even when shit hits the storm, and even though all those organizations, all those governments turn on us, sometimes we don't turn on each other. Sometimes we band Let's together. Hope that's the 
actual outcome. I mean, it's happened before, man. It happened 50 years ago, and it can happen again. Yeah, I'd like to believe that. But I seriously think we're we're pretty fucked if we don't get out of this mentality of just, you know, let people do what they want to do. That's the point of freedom. Um, less government intervention. Yes. You know, that's... Uh, yes. And, mm. and we got serious problems already. Having, having to, you know, having to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, how... You, how are you going to, I mean, I, assuming this is on a federal level, and I think it is, right? But even if it was overturned in federal court, how many democratic states are not going to uh, comply with these new orders and continue to allow? A- how many, how, how many South states, how many South states yeah, there's would not, not comply? Can I, I can I can name two Texas and Florida. Like they will not. They're like we make our choices. Don't tell us what. That's the mentality. Do you know what happened recently? I didn't tell you this. They came out with a vaccine for toddlers. Okay. They approached the governor and they're like, "Oh, we need you to promote this." <laughs> and he's like, "No." They're like, "What do you mean, no?" He's like, "No." <laughs> like, well, you have to like distribute this, and he's like. Okay, they can go to a doctor in a hospital. Anything else? Like, that's how it is, you know? It's like, but babies, I don't care. (laughs) It's like, I'm not... So this is Texas and Florida. This is why a lot of people like living here is it's a no-shit policy. It's like, fuck you. (laughs) Don't tell us what to do. (laughs) This is why Roe v. Wade is hilarious. It happened in Texas. Yeah. That's why it makes sense. It wouldn't have made sense anywhere else in the U.S. in the 70s. Fuck, California was boring as shit. You had a bunch of white people running around making, God knows, Mexican films and Italian <laughs> shit throughout the <laughs> 70s. American like, films, yeah. Yeah, Native American films, like, they yeah. didn't have any idea what they are doing. Uh, old Westerns. It was Westerns. weird times, man. <laughs> Mash. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Dude, you gotta watch the videos of doctors just reacting to MASH. They're, they need, like, six boxes of tissues. They're, like, balls out laughing. Because <laughs> none of it's real. But anyway, going back to abortions. Uh, that was weird. I'm yeah. sorry for anyone <laughs> that heard that. too excited about that. <laughs> Let's talk about your abortion. Why don't you come over here and sit down? Oh, and- God. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> It's a it's a horrible thing, you know. I was just watching a a a, a K drama that uh, kind of involved that very same situation. It's hard. It's hard on everybody. Uh, you know, the people who are unexpectedly pregnant. Worse, you know, a mother who is uh, or pregnant woman who finds out, and a guy doesn't want to stick around. It just there's so many uh, so many different outcomes. You mentioned. You mentioned, though, this is like one thing I love about Korean, these like Korean dramas and these Korean television shows. 
So if no, a lot of people don't know this, they're only like one season. Most of them, sometimes maybe two. Rarely, rarely. They're usually only one season. What I love about some of these, especially like the ones that have women like just going through suffering. Like I remember I was watching one recently where she lost her whole family and she like fell in love with this guy, and it turns out like he was just using the shit out of her, and then she escapes. And then she has to, like, deal with him tormenting her because he has money and he can follow her wherever she is. You know, that was, like, just, like, ten, you know, episodes or, like, each an hour. Gosh, that sounds like something I've watched already. Oh, my God. It was incredible. I'm, like, like three or four four years deep now of just nothing but gay dramas because that's what the wife likes um but they're they're really good they're really good i like the acting a lot i think they're very talented people over there and with uh, netflix on their side they can keep churning out stuff to keep me entertained for hopefully years to come (laughs) my point of bringing is the way that they show women suffering in some of these Korean dramas, mm-hmm. it just it shows you that a woman is not weak. A woman is is a person that has the ability of giving birth and creating her family. But here we are judging a woman on on not having her experience. Now, again, I'm talking about real cases. There are people that, are, again, will always abuse abortions. I don't support people like that. I don't support the idea, well, if you keep on getting yourself knocked up and keep on getting abortions, like, that's a poor choice. But I'm but, sorry. But the argument to say that, like, oh, you know, that's bad for you and you're, you know, you're hurting yourself or your body in the long term. I just like, said it's a poor, you, I said it's no, a no, poor no. choice. All I'm, that's all I'm saying. Earlier... Yeah, you were mentioning that that was some of the arguing used that uh, you know overusing abortion can hurt the uh, the female body long term. Um, but since when did they even give a shit about that? Again, we're we're in a society where everything is allowed uh, to be consumed, knowing that a lot of it is bad for you. So where's this idea that they actually care or that? or that's a reason of theirs, or if that's just a a political move, I don't, you know, I don't understand the the logic in this day and age to, uh, to take away such a right from uh, from a woman. All right, Mr. Spock, slow down. (laughs) What is it? You said logic. (laughs) Got to use logic. (laughs) You should. I'm gonna It'll try. Save your life. <laughs> I'm gonna try, man. I'm a little deep in this stuff already. All right, give me a little. <laughs> give me a little weed. Uh, yeah, just a little. <laughs> I I feel that we need to realize in society what is the difference between a man and a woman. I'll tell you exactly the difference. A few less body parts. Large breasts, a dick, vagina, just body parts, okay? Women and men, this is going to blow everybody's mind, has the same brain. Oh my god! 
That's crazy. Like, how's that possible? How could a, a woman have a brain just like a man? Yeah, same brain. Women and men are the same when we talk about logic. Our minds are designed the same way. I mean, so to, but to rationalize and say this is okay for a man, but it's not okay for a woman. That's one big argument over here is, is like, well, oh, so it's fine for a man to just whip his dick out whenever he feels like penis envy, Mike. Uh, whip his dick out and just screw as many women as he wants. But he doesn't ever get to suffer any of his consequences. He never gets to suffer of being in a clinic, being petrified, and having a doctor, like, put something up in your vagina. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's, that's pretty traumatic. And, of course, there's all the uh, the emotional trauma, too, of, like, uh, the decision you made, um, having to, uh, to abort. Uh, there's probably some hormonal things that are happening there, depending on how many weeks... Uh, had passed by. Uh, it's yeah, it's incredibly traumatizing, man. That's uh, that's why I say you. We should really be logical. <laughs> yes, Mister Spock. <laughs> so uh, yeah, very 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 sad uh, that we're even having to discuss what may happen. This. Yeah. What may happen with uh, with uh, Roe versus Wade? I think it's very, very sad time if you're a woman and you're uh, needing these services but you can't get them. I think I think uh, I think women are very underestimated. I mean, for fuck's sake, do you know how many how many incredible things we have? Because of women. Shit. Lots of things we use are because of women. I mean, we're alive because of women. Exactly. This very and moment. We, we gotta... I'm telling you, if we... we I, I swear, if we fucking continue with this man and woman shit for the next 20 years, we are gonna be a failed race. We need to stop this gender. It doesn't help anyone. Do you know what it has created? Wasted studies. Okay? I mean, <laughs> wasted studies for like a hundred years. It's so stupid. And like nobody... If we really think about it, it's so pathetic. Like, what the there, hell are we well, doing? There are, there are some things that have been learned. Like... You know, oh yes, I don't, of course. I, I don't look. I don't entirely agree. Like when you say, I'm talking about like um, mind the the mind, but I should have been specific. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. See, that clears things up now, even for the listeners. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was a little high. You know, mind and brain. I'm like, no. You know, our, I'm pretty sure our brains are a little different chemically too. You know, the way chemicals work, different different hormones. Uh, we know that much, but uh, mind-wise, see, that changes everything, Dave. Brain function, mind-wise, uh, our anatomies are 
different to a certain extent. But my, the point I'm trying to make is a woman and a man can make the same decisions in a real-life scenario when you deal with a lot of things. Like this pen. Yes. And, <laughs> and uh, this cup. I don't know why I did that, but anyway. <laughs> but that. Yeah, I agree, though. I, I mean, we all have similar choices. A lot of them difficult, right? Doesn't matter, man or woman. The choice has to be made. <clears throat> Ooh. This is a very no. <laughs> this is like this is no. This is like a really. This is a really deep conversation, and it's so. I'm gonna say this. I find women inspiring. There are women in my life that I just. I feel inspired. That's good. I, I don't know. It, it's not a. It's not a gender thing. I think in a right. way just. I think in a way just how our society has been created we have kind of fought and built over that. And I think women have done it differently than we did because they've had to suffer more than we had. We suffered too. Plenty. Well, yeah, man. I but mean, they who, suffered who, even you know, more than we did. Who's, who's hunting for, you know, food with dinosaurs roaming around? Trust me, I guarantee you it was women that were coming home to these wimpy fat men that had like one tooth left. And they, I'm telling you, man, like the women cavemen, like the cavewoman. Cavewoman. Let's be politically cavewoman. correct. Yes. Woman. I think women were, the, I think the women were the dominant species. I mean, because they got that early... pussy, man, they can, they can do that. <laughs> <laughs> they figured out a way of controlling men. That's yeah. I mean, it's guess what? It's worked to this day. It's also um, one of the reasons why civilization collapses sometimes. If we look through the past, sex, yes. greed, yes, yeah, money, ooh, money, or mm-hmm. uh, yep. But yeah, I totally get it. Oh, geez. Yeah. So. Yes. I don't, you know, I don't know what to, what to say or do. All we can do now is wait and see what kind of decision they make. Uh, But I think there's a good chance that people will leave those states too, that are going to be overly strict that, you know, they won't, they don't want to allow those services to be conducted. Uh, within their borders, people will just leave. They'll find new homes. I mean, it's uh, it's their loss. Look, look at um, look at California. People left in flocks. Fuck. Yeah, a lot of fuck people have left. A lot somehow of people. people and- somehow people have replaced them. Don't understand why you want to come here, but you'll figure it out in twenty years. Same thing with New York. <laughs> a lot of a lot of us from the Northeast, we left. We moved down south, and um, the truth is, is that at this point we gotta move because 
I don't want to live in a place that controls me. I don't... We're always going to be controlled to some extent, but I want to be in a place where I'm least controlled. Right. Florida's a great... Florida's a great place to be. Place for that. Yes. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. That's what I've heard. Vegas, too. But... You should get your hiney out over here. You know? Go to the Mm. coca. The coca (laughs) beach. No, I don't think that's happening anytime soon, man. That's uh, too too far too far away, too expensive, and a uh, whole lot of unknowns. The uh, but I make you maybe, a deal. Maybe someday I'll make you a deal. If I get a house one of these days, they'll come to me. We make barbecue. <laughs> we sing. We drink. <laughs> we smoke. Yeah. Ah. Oh. God, wow, we went from whoa to like wow oh whew. that no, we, we switched way too quick. Um I think there's not much more that could be said. There isn't. I mean, that's what it is. You you know, fucking It's a shitty situation. But fuck there's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of other fucking problems the country's going through too. I mean, this shouldn't be a fucking problem at all. Technically, but um, and maybe it's not. Maybe they just maybe they just blow it up, you know, in the news, and then it becomes national, and everybody hears it across the country for the next, you know, few months, uh, and then something else takes its place. But nobody ever thinks like, well, what happened with? Nothing happens. It doesn't go anywhere, right? Nothing gets changed. <laughs> dipshits still are going to be dipshits. Um, uh, I've I've seen that happen too in the past. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know what the likelihood is, but that could be an outcome that uh, it'll just fall off the um, the radar. Nobody talks about it anymore, and uh, a determination is made that uh, there's no way that they can get rid of these fucking rights because it would be it would be insane, devastating to women. And that's that. You know what the alternative would be, Dave? You start allowing all these children to be born. And then you got nowhere to put them. You have to you have to do something with them, Dave. What are you going to do? They go into foster care and then they have to find a home. The foster system gets no, overcrowded all of a sudden. I, I got I No, human trafficking. Sell them to China. Well, Sell sell them to China. Just put them on shipping yeah. containers. Yeah, you know, just like we put 20, our twenty foot, put our 40, shit. forty foot. Yeah, just like our landfills. We just ship them to China. Yeah, fuck it. Let, let's give birth to all these little children. It'd be great slave workers in China. The love, the hot sun, and no shoes. <laughs> God, it's it's depressing as fuck. But it's it's kind of like. Is that the alter- like that's the alternative? I mean, you want what do you, you think want the to government's a- going to do? What do you think the government's going to do? Come on. We all know what the government's going to do. They're not going to keep them in this country, please. Where are we going to put them? Fucking Kansas? No. Where? That's cuz Nebraska? Cuz that's not true. Of course they're going to keep them. I mean, we have these we have these open borders so people just you know can come in. Um 
legally, illegally, whatever the, the method, but people can come in nonetheless. So it's like the government wants people to come in. That's more commerce. That's more tax dollars spent and whatever, whatever else that goes on in between. So I don't think they're going to give them away, but it's a very scary thought to think um, that how much the numbers can grow of, uh, of children being born without households that mothers can't sustain or don't want the system, the system will get, will balloon up, will require more and more funding. It's actually ingenious if the federal government wanted to find a way to uh, extort money uh, through taxation through the, uh, from the people to say it's needed for these programs. Then again, they never really they re- already need a do reason. That. They, just, they already do that. They don't need a reason. They can just make one up. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, God. But... Well, what if we were talking about like 50,000 children a year? Let's say less, 25,000. That's still a lot, right? Across the country? Just kids without homes? A lot of people make good, can make a lot of good money. That's, well, that's why, like, that's why I like to really think outside the box here and just consider the whole, the whole picture, start to finish, the benefits, the the downsides of either decision and clearly like this one is a pretty, a pretty serious decision and uh, might be more damaging than, uh, than people would think, especially pro-lifers. But but you (laughs) you remember what we said about with Texas. So again, Texas and Florida is a great example of the South where these states make their own decisions. Texas is not banning abortions. They're just saying that after this 16th week, that's it. That's it. 16 weeks is that's not, it. Yeah. I mean, so 16 weeks, you want to, you want to hope that you see enough signs within the first month of you not getting your period. But sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes for women, uh, some women, they don't get their cycles frequently. And so when they don't get it, they don't think anything of it. It's like, this is normal. Sometimes I don't get it. So so I, I see where Texas is coming with. Texas is trying to appease the anti and the pro because they're saying, look, we're, we're not, you know, your privacy is your privacy. Mm. But the anti have a point. They're saying, look, you know, you know, you're killing life if you're allowing it to go even to like 32 weeks. Okay, like you have to have come on. You gotta have a limit. So Texas is coming. So you know what? We're gonna keep it. We're gonna say 16. Privacy still uh, stands. This is how it is. The question is. The question is, I don't think any state is gonna follow like this. That's a red state, except Florida, possibly. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak for any state, really. But but I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, in general for any state. All I'm saying is we expect the outcome to be, is it possible to exist everywhere? Like you mentioned with those kids being born. Maybe those kids are going to be born because there are going to be those groups that are going to say No. So they're going to have to be born, right? Yeah, I mean, that's as large of a number. Yeah, that's still the consequence of of that choice. 
Um, I, I, I think you're probably right. Um, if, if that's what Texas is going for is just to try to appease both sides, it's a, that's a losing battle in itself too. But if there is scientific data to show, you know, 16 weeks is the cutoff time and it's a reasonable place, science should give us the data on some level to understand um, what's going on at five weeks or 10 weeks to really determine. And a woman, and a woman should know even at least at 10 weeks, even before five weeks, like you mentioned, Sometimes she's no, she's pregnant. Man. Sometimes no. Like our first child, we had no idea for a while. How long? For a while. More than 16 weeks, really? Uh, wow. It could have been, yeah. It could have been around that time. Yeah, it could have been 10, 12 weeks or more, 15 weeks. It's just, I mean... Unexpected. I would love to see the sign. <laughs> I would love, I would love to see the signs behind why they chose sixteen. That that is an excellent point. Yeah, I would like to. You know, what's the why? Why that choice? What is significant about sixteen weeks? Um, especially uh, if you go beyond sixteen weeks, what's what's already developed? Uh, there, there's got to be something to back it up, uh, and it's it's a reasonable argument if you want to use it in court. So, still, yeah, damn, still tough situation. It's tough situation. Mm. If it had been me, right, and it, it had been our situation, we would have been fucked if we lived in Texas. If the, if this law, if this law within the state passes, or if it's you know federally passed, or whatever's going on, um, it would it would have been really really tough. Uh, not that we would have aborted her, but still. If we were in a position to, to need to, we would have been out of luck because we had no idea. So imagine how many other women go through this, too. Um, they just find out after 10 weeks, they're like, oh, shit, what do I do? And then it's, you take a week or two to process the, the shit, another week to explain to the, uh, to the father, get his fucking reaction. And before you know it, you're almost at 16 weeks. We're going deep, man. <laughs> This is Ro this is Rovius Wade. It started in Texas. And it might continue in Texas. So with that, we love you guys and girls and whoever you are. And uh we'll see you sometime. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Alright. Bye. We have reached the end. Well, not really. It's just the end of the podcast. We really appreciate your support, listening, and our guests that come on that share their incredible stories. Be sure to check out our description box. We have social links where you can find us all over the place. And also our other podcast, Jam Bam with Mike and Dave. So here's to next week on Lost in the Groove. Lost in the Groove.